Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of people. Then they left their nets and followed Jesus. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat, mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So now we wear green, and the ordinary time of the year has begun. After the last reading of yesterday, we start the early phase of the ordinary time of the year. So there are two beginnings in the scriptures today. One is about Eli and Hannah's son, and the other is about Jesus. These are the historical slash spiritual origins of Jesus. And the scriptures recall the similarity between Mary, although she's not mentioned, and Hannah. Hannah had no children. She was a very devout person. And in those days, not to have a child was looked upon almost like a curse from God. So she prayed and she did all her religious duties and eventually she and her husband had a relationship and God blessed them with a son, okay, Eli. Now Eli will grow up to be someone, and we'll hear more about him on Sunday as the readings for the, the, this part of the year continue. Eli becomes a great prophet. Now the key is he's early in his career as a, uh, an assistant of the priests in the temple. So he's waiting for orders. And you'll hear later on that he gets his first orders from God. God calls him. He's in the temple. He's, he was promised to the temple by Hannah. When she had him, she said to God, if you give me a boy, I'll dedicate him to the temple. I'll dedicate him to you. That's it. So he becomes a child of the temple. Here in the New Testament, we have Jesus beginning. And how did he begin? He began by calling. He began by appointing. And here we have the story of Peter, James, John, Zebedee's kids fishing. That's the origin of Jesus. His, his historical origin as the Messiah has already been established when he was born. But now he comes out in public. And he gets his, his band around him, and his band happens to be the ones we are very familiar with, Peter, James, John, and, and Zebedee's kids, and the other apostles are later on called. So as we begin the ordinary time of the year, we open our calendars, and what do we have? We have January, the beginning of the new calendar year. So the church goes through all of our Christmas celebration of Advent, Christmas, baptism of Jesus, Epiphany, and all that. We go through all that, and then we start it over again. So now we are at the beginning of the, not calendar year, but liturgical year, hence the green. It's the ordinary time. 
we even call it ordinary. It's okay. It's the ordinary time of the year. We're starting all over again. But our role is not new, and our role is not beginning, and our role is not ordinary. We are meant to be those who follow Peter, James, John, and the other apostles. We are the ones who will be challenged by Jesus to bring his word to the world. He tells Peter he's going to make these fishermen fishes of people. They say fishes of men, translation, but we get the whole idea. It, it's, it's the vocabulary of the day. But he's going to make them fishers, forget the fish in the sea. He's going to make all of us fishers of people. So we all become honorary apostles and honorary fisher people. Why? Because we're being challenged by Jesus to go out, ordinary time of the year, beginning again, to renew our commitment. We just celebrated the Feast of Baptism of Jesus. And I'm sure at that feast, many of us remembered the stories about our own baptisms. If we were baptized as adults in RCIA, we uh, were told what our baptisms were like. We were given a, a baptismal candle, you know, and, and we do as secular people, we take not that candle, but we use candles on the anniversary of our births. We call it the birthday. So on the anniversary of our baptism, we get another candle and we recall the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan and our challenge to be baptized Christians. Not in John's baptism, his was a baptism of repentance, but in the baptism of being incorporated into the body of Christ. So here Jesus is on this, the shores of Galilee calling fishermen to do his work, to make everyone fishers of people, and to make all of us invitationally members of the kingdom of God. Jesus comes, and it's so ordinary but there's no fanfare. There's, we have the Christmas decorations still up only because <laughs> nobody took them down, but they really shouldn't be up in a sense. We have decorations in, in the malls, in our homes, and so on. And little by little, this is the week we'll be taking them down. And then once it's all over, we realize, oh, we're back to ordinary time. No celebrations, no big events. And that's who the Christian is. The Christian is the ordinary person who lives his or her life in Christ, which means coming to church, it means uh, coming to holy confession, it means participating in the, the, the ministry of the church, feeding the sick, clothing the naked, giving poor people attention. And that will go on throughout the year. Soon we'll be on the cusp of, of Lent in February this year. And what are we called to do? Go inside and search in ourselves, in our own hearts, why we are being called. And we come out with the answer to imitate Jesus and to bring his word to others. So the fishermen on the side of the boats, fishing with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets, are approached by an ordinary guy who was not ordinary at all, Son of God. And that ordinary guy, Son of God, Jesus Christ, approaches us once again. As the calendar year begins, our call to commitment 
to his ministry begins again. Really continues, but begins again. So we can remember why we are here, why we bothered with Advent and Christmas and why we will bother with Easter and Lent to further our commitment to follow Jesus. And sometimes we have to realize that God comes to us in ordinary things, in prayer, in one another, in charity. Not all extraordinary Easter, Christmas, bells and whistles. No, the ordinary time of our lives. When we wake up in the morning, God is with us. When we go to sleep at night, God is with us. When we're shopping, God is with us. No big fanfare. He's with us. As we deal with the clerks and the, across the counters, God is with us. And that's the reason for the big festivities, to remind us that we are all apostles of Jesus, called to bring his word to others through charity, through love, and through imitation of his own work, ministry, which was absolute giving of himself. Ordinary time of the year. In the church, there is no ordinary time because we're all walking in the steps of Jesus, the Messiah, who calls us to heaven.